Welcome to the Band of Brothers Cycling Podcast. In this series, we talk about the biggest races in cycling and how we prepare for them and give you some insight into the personalities within the team. Ah, yeah, podcast, yeah. I have to press every... No, it's a recording mode. Yes. We are here. You hear us? We can go. I remember, uh, like, the first race I did, uh, I, I pulled the handlebar and uh, survived. Oh, we met in the beer garden, so uh, hard to remember anything, huh? <laughs> I love you too. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Band of Brothers podcast. I'm Steph, one of the team's press officers, and today we'll be joined by our new signing, Primoz Roglic. So a very big thanks to you for joining us today. Hi. <laughs> thank you. All good? Very, very good. Thank you. And as always, I'm also joined by my colleague, Andreas Hartmann. So a very big thanks to you as well, Andal. Hi, Steph. Hi, Primoz. What a pleasure to have you on our Band of Brothers podcast. Primoz, very first thing I wanted to ask you before we dive in, is this your first ever appearance on a podcast? Actually, I don't know. Huh? Are you are you a keen podcast listener? No, not really. So we are breaking new media ground with you today. Yes, uh, putting uh, new new levels into it. <laughs> Very good. So let's start off this podcast by just going a few years back with your very first years in cycling. Um, you were on the Conti level where coincidentally with Adria Mobile, you also rode Specialized. So you've done a kind of full circle back to Specialized now with us. Can you tell us during those years, what types of races did you do? And how do you think your performance was actually before you made the step up to the world tour? Uh yeah uh, quite some years actually uh passed in between uh missing uh specialized definitely uh, in between but back on it uh uh yeah like uh like the way i started was uh for me just uh uh yeah try to to figure it out actually if i can uh, ride with the best riders if uh, yeah i can be one of them uh, and uh uh yeah quite fast let's say i, I become Uh, one of them uh, and uh, uh, yeah uh, just a pleasure at the end also uh, uh, that you can actually uh, do something that you you yeah you could say you are chosen for or that you yes you you have a passion uh, so yeah I feel really uh, pleased in, in that sense. Can you tell us a bit more about those years or maybe about your first experience of riding in a peloton? Oof. Uh, I remember uh, like the first race I did, uh, I, I didn't even touch uh, any of food or, or drinks. I, didn't ask, I was asking them, but why you even take food or all these bidons? Because uh, yeah, just uh, try to hold the handlebar and uh, <laughs> survive till the, till the finish line in the bunch. <laughs> That sounds like uh, exciting times. Do you have a favorite memory from back then i assume that racing and team structure was very different to how it is now yeah just uh so so many memories huh uh, i mean uh my second race also then in my life was copy bartelli i remember stage race immediately 
quite some big guys, Ivan Basa and all these who were there. Mm, I, after two days, I think I couldn't even walk anymore on the stairs, and I was just thinking, wow, how all these guys can can race day after day in, in the Grand Tours. I couldn't uh, even imagine doing any of that. And uh, yeah, that's funny. Uh, a couple of, year, of years later, uh, uh, I'm I'm one of them. Huh? And even earlier, we all know you were a ski jumper. How did that come, changing skis for bikes at some point? Quite difficult because, as uh, yeah, I mean, my whole life or my whole youth, uh, since I was seven years old, uh, I, I was a ski jumper uh, till 22. Mm, but uh, yeah, at one point uh, I realized that uh, I have, let's say, also some other potentials uh, that uh, I wanted to, to try. To, to really see how, how it goes and uh, yeah, change uh, skis for the bike. Um, yeah, uh, completely different, but uh, incredibly it, it went through. And uh, yes, it's, uh, it's, I'm, re I'm really at the end also uh, thankful actually to, to have a possibility to see uh, at the end uh, two completely different sports right, uh, at the highest level. And how did that come? Did, was there someone who said, hey, Primoz, I think you have a talent for riding bikes? Or did you just enjoy riding bikes during maybe the summer training? Uh, yeah, I was old enough. Uh, <laughs> I, I could already know, let's say, uh, that uh, I'm more uh, built, if you can say like that, for endurance sports uh, in terms of physique and, and, uh, and the head. And uh, bike, actually, I didn't even had any of them during my ski jumping career because we were not really allowed at the times to ride a lot. You, you they say always you, you will become slow. Mm, but yeah, I did the running and, and all the kind of uh, different endurance endurance sports uh, in between. Mm, but uh, yeah, then with the friends uh, around having bikes uh, and yeah. Uh, watching the Tour de France in the television, uh, going uh, uh, these athletes, uh, yeah, through through all the spectators on on a big climbs was really something. Wow, I was thinking this would be cool huh, to to be a part of that. And riding uh, hill climb races in an FT shirt jersey. <laughs> uh, yes, it was actually a starter. So yeah, my neighbor was uh, let's say in that case more into the cycling. Uh, I borrowed the, the bike from one neighbor, another neighbor uh, gave me uh, one jersey and uh, yeah, was ready to, to go. Huh? So then you made the transition to cycling. You spent a few years on the Conti level. Now think back to 2015, you and Ralph Denk had a meeting in a beer garden in Salzburg to see if you could negotiate a contract to join us. Um, you then, of course, ended up going at the time to Lotto and Old Jumbo. How do you remember that meeting with Ralph Denk and what type of impression uh, did, did we as a team make on you? Oh, we met in the beer garden, so uh, hard to remember anything. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> the, that times was uh, uh, obviously I already, uh, um, I realized, I mean, I was uh, quite old, let's say, in terms of uh, just uh, uh, starting of career as a cyclist when I started. And uh, I uh, reached quite good results in uh, 2015. And uh, then I yeah, was, I just 
was determined that uh, I want to try uh, to, to 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 get uh, somehow possibility to yeah like I said my biggest wish was to to enter the world tour uh, and at that time yes uh, uh, was uh, yeah incredible that uh, I mean I could even have a meeting uh, with Ralph we speak. Uh, uh, was uh, was uh, was nice, super nice, beautiful. Uh, but I think at that moment they still the team was uh, not a world tour yet. And uh, yeah, obviously uh, after that I got the opportunity to enter the world tour, t- tour team uh, to enter the world tour with uh, Lotto. Uh, and uh, yeah, was just uh, immediately I I had to take it uh, just in terms yes to to see if uh, I really uh, belong uh, belong there. Did you think back to this meeting when you met Ralph again last year? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, for sure. Uh, we, we we said here we are again. Uh, I mean, uh, it's it's that's uh, how you say it, the beauty of life. Uh, uh, you you really never know uh, where uh, where it brings you. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, at the end uh, we. We finally uh, signed it, and uh, yes, now we we will uh, write uh, together. Uh, uh, hopefully, some yeah, some some nice nice stories. We're very happy to have you on board here. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Before we're moving on with Primoz, we are taking a quick commercial break. This episode is sponsored by our partner, Avoc. Avoc is a sports brand famous for its protective backpacks and sports travel gear and a world market leader for bike bags. With the Road Bike Bag Pro, they offer the very best solution for traveling with road bikes. This bike bag safely protects your bike and only requires the wheels and pedals to be removed. With the cockpit and saddle staying untouched, you can transport your bike exactly as it is, which is particularly advantageous if you've had a precise bike fit done. That's an unmatched advantage that's been used by our team over countless travel miles undertaken for training and races to immensely positive feedback. Commercial break and Primoz Bora Hansgrohe is your first new team since joining the World Tour back in 2016. How has that dynamic of entering a completely new environment been for you so far? Uh, beautiful. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, it's uh, just, uh, I liked it, huh? Uh, definitely. Uh, like I, uh, yeah, I said already, uh, we, we had a nice time with uh, with the previous team, but uh, yeah, just the the story came to an end, and uh, yeah, I I was uh, completely ready to to start writing uh, on a on a blank new uh, paper uh, to to go into the new uh, enter a new chapters of of my career, uh, and uh, yeah, is uh, so far is uh, is uh, working is uh, working really good, and uh, yeah. Just uh, looking forward. I mean, then also uh, to to start racing, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, to to push each other to to the highest levels. How important was it for you to bring your coach Mark Lamberts with you to Bora Hansgrohe? I mean, it's uh, yeah. Uh, for me, it's, uh, it was my first coach uh, from to, from 2016. First coach in in uh, Lotto at that time. Uh, still till now. Uh, he knows me really good, so uh, yes, it's immediately uh, uh, some somehow you can say easy start. 
but uh, after that, I think is uh, really important. Uh, yes, for for all of us, uh, he has uh, yes uh, super a lot of knowledge, mm, and uh, yes uh, he can uh, yeah uh, use it, and uh, we try to to help each other uh, to yeah to to be to become better, not uh, just uh, myself, but yes, to, to become better as uh, a team. Something our listeners often want to know, and so a question we ask a lot of the riders on our podcast is about modern cycling. How do you think the sport has changed in your eyes in the eight years since you've been in the World Tour? And where do you think the changes will happen in the future? Or where do you want them to happen in the future? Oof. Oof. Yeah, for me it was, uh, I mean, I, I never did the races under 23 or nothing. Uh, I just uh, started as a lead. Um, but, uh, but still, yes, uh, when I started, it was not really usual, let's say. Uh, luckily for me, that uh, a 20-year-old guy would uh, win Grand Tour or, or big races, because otherwise yeah, for, uh, I started when I was already 22, would be even hard to, harder to start. Mm, but nowadays, yes, we we can see that uh, we have a, yeah, a big uh, big pool of uh, young uh, athletes. They are uh, on incredibly high level, uh, competing uh, for for the best places. Mm, and uh, for us, in that case, uh, older older guys is uh, yeah uh, a nice challenge. Uh, is uh, is just uh, beautiful actually to still be able uh, to to compete compete with them uh, and uh, yeah i don't know uh, we about the future we will see what uh, what it brings to us you're the olympic time trial champion is the road race gold medal something you would like to add to your palmarès i mean with all the medals or all these titles you don't complain uh, uh, then is a time trial or all the road race uh, you sign uh. <laughs> Uh, but first things first, uh, uh, we will see first, uh, I try to, I'm old enough, I try to finish uh, nice this uh, altitude camp here in Tenerife, uh, then uh, taking off and starting, yes, my, my season uh, with, uh, with Paris. We were doing our due research, of course, for this podcast, and uh, Andal and I came across uh, your foundation that you have. Um, would you be able to, to tell us a little bit about this and how you're helping young riders to develop in the sport? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's pretty simple, uh, the reason. I mean, uh, from, from my own experiences, actually, yes, how I entered uh, by selling the motorbike buying a bike, uh, then uh, borrowing from my father some money to really yes, uh, start riding. Uh, is yeah, just by, uh, we try to collect some money uh, that we do with uh, different events, uh, charity rides, uh, and uh, yeah, just bringing uh, the end uh, this year with it, with uh, buying uh, small bikes, uh, helmets uh, and everything yes for for kids that uh, yes I mean uh, first of all they can enjoy it uh, in sport uh, enjoy the nature be safe and uh, yes second to to try to to give them options uh, that uh, really at the end everyone can uh, I mean following uh, following their the dreams a beautiful project 
If you're keen on learning more about the Primoz Roglic Foundation, just check out Primoz's website. As we're speaking, you're up on Mount Tade for an altitude camp. How is it going so far there? Beautiful, as always. Uh, I mean, I really never disappoints after all day these years coming here. Uh, yeah, and just enjoying, uh, I think, also uh, more and more. Uh, maybe then also when you get older, because uh, you, you never really know that probably 10 times more you don't come anymore up here. Uh, so yeah, it's, uh, it's just nice, uh, nice to, to be together with guys, to, together with uh, yeah, other performance people. Uh, we can discuss a lot uh, and uh, yeah, uh, at the end work uh, towards uh, the goals uh, that, uh, that we set. Can you take us into a little bit of a typical day uh, on the volcano? Uh, what's your schedule there? What type of staff? Who do you have there to support you at the moment? Uh, what type of training are you doing there? Yeah, I mean, I can start directly with food. We we eat rice and chicken and rice and salmon and rice and fish and rice and chicken and rice. <laughs> No, it's uh, it's cool. Huh? Uh, we we wake up. The breakfast starts here at uh, eight in the morning. Um, having breakfast uh, usually then at ten, leaving for the training. Uh, the training rides then yeah just depends uh, really uh, daily uh, from short rides till uh, yeah long rides. Uh, that means let's say from one hour uh, to seven hours. Uh, all kind of intervals. Um, in between and uh, yeah uh, training eating resting repeating something uh, something like that and uh, in between enjoying uh. sounds very very good sitting up on a volcano and uh, having rice and chicken every day so <clears throat> <laughs> uh, you, I mean it's never too much of it huh? uh, really when you start is uh, yeah you You want more and more, huh? They have good food. Okay, so it's all set for Paris. They say so, yeah. <laughs> Very good. Primoz, something we haven't tried in this podcast before. We asked our Instagram followers to submit questions they would like to ask you. You're ready. Yeah, I heard that there, there, there was no questions, or? No, there were more than enough questions. <laughs> <laughs> Go. Go with it, please. We, we picked a few. Okay, a warm-up question. How do you like your new, your new equipment? I like it a lot. Huh? I mean, uh, it was really nice to, to, to change all the, <laughs> the yellow colors uh, with, the, with the new colors. And uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm really happy. Uh, about uh, the equipment. Okay, next one. What's the best advice you've ever received from someone in cycling? Oof. That's a hard one, you know, because uh, on the papers or, uh, yeah, books, advices is uh, uh, pretty easy to, to say things, uh, but then in reality, it's uh, quite complicated actually to, to realize it. <laughs> but yeah they always say no when you when it's uh, when it's hard uh, yeah you have to put uh, two gears harder and uh, put the cadence up uh. so i think when you follow that you go always fast 
Um, the best training climb in Slovenia. Oh, so many climbs. Every, I mean, every climb is the best one, huh? For 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 that moment that you do, huh? It's uh, it's it's stupid now to say it's uh, Karavanec or Kum or uh, whatever. Uh, but uh, yeah, is the most important is uh, your uh, enjoyment, uh, whatever climb you do, that you do it with a smile. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's the whole point of it. Okay, next one. I'm sure you love our gels and bars from Ministry, which uh, our guys use. Tell us, what's your favorite gel flavor? <laughs> yes, uh, no, uh, actually, I, I really like uh, the porridge bars. Uh, yeah, yesterday took uh, quite uh, some of them. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, never disappoints me on, uh, on my longer rides or uh, yeah, even uh, as uh, yeah, some snack. Um, your favorite pasta dish? Pasta. Plain. Ah, yeah. Oh, uh, I'm not complicated huh, with food. Huh? I, I mean, I, um, I eat everything. Huh? So uh, with already plain pasta, nice pasta, I'm, I'm really happy. Huh? And then if it's something more, is uh, even a bonus. <laughs> when was the last time you've fixed a puncture yourself? This winter. I'm not really good at it, for sure not. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm a rider, huh? I, I mean, I don't know much about the bike. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yes, this winter, uh, unfortunately, I had two flats. And uh, yeah, uh, I, I fixed it two times. Good job. Um, Thank what you. Is, <laughs> what is your favorite training or pre-time trial music? Oh, Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I, I listen normally to rock music or uh, yeah, let's say ACDC or some uh, yes, this old, older generation. Then someone wanted to know who are your best friends in the peloton. Yeah, if I start uh, just here with uh, this table, I can say is Jai, is Sasha, is Matteo, is Frederick, uh, Lenny. And me. Good? Very good. Very good. <laughs> um, this is a bit of a philosophical thing that someone has asked us. When was the last time you did something for the first time? This is also the last question. Yeah, yeah. You know, with my age, you already do quite a lot of things, actually. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but still, uh, I, I surprise myself here and there. Uh, and uh, yeah, let's say also then we, hmm, the first time what? the podcast. Ah, yeah, podcast. Yeah, you see, but yeah, I'm with my age. I forgot already. Thank you, podcast. <laughs> exactly, was easy. Okay, so we are concluding with someone writing, "I love you." I love you too. Thank you. <laughs> Very good. Okay, so that about wraps up this episode of the podcast. Primoz, thanks very much for taking the time out of training camp to join us. Thank you, guys. And Andal, as always, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, thank you, Steph. And thanks a lot, Primoz, for taking the time. Enjoy the rest of the training camp on Mount Tater and see you on the road. All the best. Thank you. 
And last but not least, thanks to you, our listeners, for joining us. We hope to see you again for the next episode. Until then. 